It's time to grab a snack, pull up a chair, and pass the remote. I am James Chalmers, and I'm all alone. Um, well, not quite, but I'm all alone today on the show. It's been a few weeks since we recorded. Um, it's been a very hectic, hectic time. Uh, Tina is in the house where I'm recording. She's downstairs. She's doing some marking. As most of you know, she's a teacher, and it's getting to that time of the year where she's absolutely swamped, plus she directs productions, so it's been a full-on busy time. So, Tina will be back on a show soon. We will be going back to regularly scheduled programming, I think, fingers crossed, next week. Uh, Nick has done all his exams. His thesis, I believe, is in the can. So, he's just uh, on a little break at the moment. He's going to go see his family, and when he comes back, he will be ready to record. So, we have heaps to talk about. There's so much news. I was going to do a news show by myself. I was going to do a news show with Tina. It just hasn't worked out. And I know what you're thinking. This is a news show. It's not. Uh, I myself don't have a lot of time today. I've got to head out, but I wanted to get something up for the week um, because it's been a little while, so I'm going to talk about something else. Oh, pardon me. Um, I don't know if you heard that, but that was Tina sneezing. Um, so I think, I think, I think, I think next week we'll be back to normal. Tina in the studio, Nick in the studio, we'll review Deadpool finally, we'll review Solo finally, we'll cover a month's worth of news. Um, we'll talk about trailers. Um, we probably won't have a topic, although we might get Nick to talk about Infinity War, because we still haven't heard his opinion of Infinity War. Although, spoilers, he told me he liked it. Um, today what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to talk about a movie that I saw on Wednesday. Um, I can review this pretty easily because, uh, no one on the show has seen it, so that's fine. Um, I went and saw a little horror movie called Hereditary. Um, now it's just come out, actually it's been out for, actually it's been out for a whole week now, so if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, um, maybe wait and listen to this until after you've seen it. Um, it's in wide release, like, it was at my cinema, which means it's in wide release. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, well, I'll talk about that for a little bit, uh, and then I'll, I'll head off for the day. Um, but so I knew basically nothing about this movie going in, um, it was, uh, stars Tony Collette and Gabriel Byrne, and Alex Wolfe, and a young girl who's maybe the creepiest girl I've ever seen in a movie ever, um, and I can't remember what her name is, Millie Shapiro, terrifying, uh, and directed by Ari Aster, and this is his first ever feature film. Now, I knew nothing at all about the movie going in, uh, I knew there was some huge Sundance buzz, um, the Sundance Film Festival, which is at the start of every year, um, this film, uh, people were raving about, they're calling it the scariest movie of all time, scariest movie of the last decade, scariest movie of the year. Um, all huge claims that many, many horror films have had before. Um, but something about the buzz like really stuck with me. I don't know what it was. I heard a few different people on Collider talking about it as well. Like They hadn't seen it, but they'd heard like there's a lot of positive things about it. So I was like, alright, um, 
you know, maybe I'll watch a trailer or whatever. And for whatever reason, I just never got around to watching a trailer. And then a couple of weeks ago, um, I heard it was coming out. And I heard, I think it was Clark Wolf, um, who's a big, big time reviewer over in the States. Um, she was on one of the Collider shows and she said that, um, yeah, she'd seen it and she said it was definitely one of the scariest horror films that she'd seen. But also, you know, take note, it's not a traditional horror film. Like, if you like Freddie and Jason, um, this isn't that. Like, this isn't a fun horror film. It's like a two hour long drama, um, with almost no jump scares. But if, like, it's the kind of thing you're into, it will sit with you. Um, she compared it to The Witch. Um, uh, which is a movie that I really like. Uh, I thought The Witch was a really good. I didn't think it was super scary, but I did like it a lot. Um, so everything I heard about it going in sold me. So much so that I was like, I don't need to watch a trailer. And I'm so glad that I didn't watch a trailer. Um, I'm also terrified that I didn't watch a trailer because I really had no idea. Um, and horror is one of those genres where sometimes it's good to know what you're getting into, and sometimes it's better to have a, a bit of a surprise. So I went and saw this this film on Wednesday by myself, um, like midday, I think was the first session. And I can honestly say that it is the scariest movie I've seen in about 10 years. Easily. Um, the last movie that kind of came close was Sinister. I really liked Scott Derrickson's, uh, Sinister. I think they came out in 2014, I want to say, maybe 2013. Um, I liked that a lot. That one stuck with me for a couple of days, but this is is something else it's it's really scary um and you know everything i heard was true like it isn't a conventional horror film it is long although to me never felt long but it is a drama it is uh it's not fun it is a bleak dark sad movie um and all i knew about the movie was what the synopsis was which was basically that after a family's matriarch passes away um the family kind of has to like collect themselves and deal with uh, some some weird things that, that about her they didn't know. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I was like, all right, like, well, well you know, how, you know, what could, what could that be? And, like, and you know, how could that be so scary? The thing I didn't know, and maybe it's in the trailer, I'm not sure, is that there's a point I want to say half an hour to forty minutes in, where the film changed direction for me. It was so shocking. Um, and something that I just didn't expect coming, that it blew me away. I could not believe they did this in a movie. And, you know, they've done almost everything in horror films. Like, if there's three human centipede movies, they've done everything. But, just, it just I don't want to say what it is. I'm not even going to say spoilers, I'm just not going to say it. I think if you want to watch this movie, you have to, you just have to go in. Um, but... I'll just say this, it's the driving scene. So if you have if you have seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, and you're curious, that's the scene to, to hold out for. Because it is slow, but I was never bored. Like, it's suitably creepy up until this moment. Um, the grandma, like, is... She kind of, like, appears, like... And this isn't really spoilers. Like, this is more just, like, Tony Collette's character is kind of dealing with the passing of her mother, and she sees her every now and then. And that's, you know pretty typical of like haunted house movies but what happens in this driving scene it's not necessarily scary it's just shocking like you can't believe they did this in the movie because horror films tend to follow a mold like you know uh you know which characters are safe and which characters aren't in most horror films for the most part there are a few curveballs sinister being one of them 
Um, but like what we know about horror from the last 100 years is that most there's tends to be a lot of tropes that uh, these films follow, and this one didn't. So the driving scene is the first huge shock for me. And then after that, I just found myself like internalizing it because what this film does as well is there are no jump scares. What the film does instead is it will linger. It will stop. The camera will sit on a character and or an image and make you deal with it. Like you just have to take it in. And I know some people don't like that sort of stuff. Uh, they like jump scares like the plot to move. But there's something uniquely terrifying about seeing a horrible image, or an upsetting image, and it not going away. That was actually one thing uh, I liked about The Woman in Black. I didn't love that movie. I actually thought it was kind of boring. A bit, it just wasn't my kind of thing. But the last image of The Woman in Black, spoilers if you haven't seen this like seven-year-old movie, is it's just her walking towards the camera slowly, and you can kind of see her face. And it's not a pretty face. And they just don't cut away. And that's was the scariest part of that film. So they do that in this film a lot. They show you an image and they make you deal with it. Um, the other thing I didn't know about this movie going in is that it is a paranormal movie. Like, there's some haunted house stuff. I wasn't sure what... Again, like, without watching a trailer, I had no idea what this film was. I didn't think it was going to be a haunted house film. I didn't think there was going to be some uh, some seances, if you will. Um, and when that first started, I was like, uh, I don't know, like, that's, it's a weird twist, I don't know if I want this, because I'm not a huge, uh, ghost fan, like, I don't like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, spirits and, and all that sort of stuff, like, for me, that's, I know all horror films are designed to be cheap, but that's the appeal of, um, the horror movie, it's a cheap, easy-to-make movie, and if you think a slasher movie is cheap to make, then a Haunted House one's even cheaper, because you don't have to even put any, <coughs> pardon me. Not haunted house, sorry. Like um, like a paranormal activity or whatever. You don't have to put your monster on screen at all. So, it's kind of cheap and can be kind of silly sometimes. So when they brought out the idea of a seance, I was like, oh, like, I don't know. And I wasn't even like rolling my eyes. Like, it, because the film was it was so upsetting to that point. <laughs> I, was, you know, I was, I was still like, uh, like fixed in on the, on the movie, but. When it came out, I was like, okay, it's getting a bit cheesy. Like, that might make this less scary, um, but it may also be disappointing. Um, but it wasn't. Like, they do it really, really well. Uh, it's very effectively used, uh, and they use it again a couple of times in the film. And the more they use it, um, I think the scarier it gets. Um, and I guess it's kind of the idea of, like, it used the idea of, you know, communicating with the dead when done properly, is like, oh, that's kind of sweet and charming in a John Edwards kind of way, which isn't sweet and charming at all. But it's, for the purpose of the film, you're like, oh, like, this is a positive experience. But knowing the film, and the film you've watched up to that point, you're like, this isn't going to work out well. And once someone who doesn't really know what they're doing tries to do it, things start to unravel. Um, what else can I say? Uh, I think the third act is 100% dopey, but I loved it. Um, a lot of I heard someone complain about it, someone who has very different taste to me in movies, but said they love horror movies. But they said that this film, they're like Hereditary sucks. It starts off good and then it ends terribly. I love the ending. I needed that ending because if they had have kept going the way they were going, it probably would have been too scary for me. Like it's and it's weird, like me saying too scary because I love horror films. Like uh, I'm looking at my Blu-ray collection right now. 
at least 30% of it, maybe more, probably more than 30% is horror films. Like, I love horror films. Um, actually, Conjuring was another really good one. I, I kind of overlooked that one, but Conjuring is great as well. But I found myself multiple times sitting in the theatre being like, I don't know if I want to own this movie. Like, this, I can't imagine myself ever re-watching it. Not because it's a bad movie, because there's a limit to how much anyone can take in terms of fear, and I was hitting my limit. Like, there were times where I was sitting there, I was like, should I just step outside, even just for a minute? Like, I wanted to leave the theatre more than once just to catch a breath, see some sunshine, because it's so dark. Um, and I, I didn't. I stuck with it, because that's... You know, that's the purpose of the film. The purpose of the film is to make you uncomfortable. Um, I should also talk about the uh, the sound editing and the editing in general. The sound editing is fantastic. The score is fantastic. Like, it is so... I don't know what key it's in, but it's designed to unsettle you. Like, it's just this droning, grinding sound. And not like a Michael Bay Transformers trailer. It's just kind of like this buzzing that really gets into you. And it's not pleasant. Um, but not in a way where I'm like, oh, I've got to block my ears. Like, just, it's, it's relentless. This film is relentless. It is relentlessly scary. It's relentlessly sad. And it is, it has a very clear mission and I think it achieves its mission. Um, the editing is also really well done. There's some beautiful moments, um, where we see some exteriors of the house. Uh, like normally when you see a transition from day to night or night to day, you kind of get that, you know, five second... Uh, fast camera, like if you they got a time lapse, so you like sit the camera down and you shoot for like eight hours or whatever, but then you speed it all up, so you just sit the like sun rise and set or whatever, like and the sky go dark. That's uh, pretty standard in a lot of movies. In this one, uh, they don't do time lapse; it's instant. Like the minute, um, the second they want to change it, it changes, and they do it a few times. And the final time they do it, there's a twist. Um, and again, I'm not going to say anything because I think. If you want to watch this movie, you want to go in as blind to it as possible. But the twist, it was so subtle, I didn't even notice it at first. But when I did, I was like, oh, I know exactly what movie this is now. I know what this is. Like, the whole time, I thought it was one kind of movie. And then, the, you know, the change happens, and there's something just a little bit different. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, I love this. This ending is great. Um... And and then like it just kind of gets wackier and wackier, and they never ever 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 try to make you jump. I think there's like maybe well, there might be like one or two. Like you know what? There's there are, no. I can't imagine. The one time I jumped wasn't a scare. It was the car scene, and it wasn't a jump. Like I'm like oh my god, I'm scared. It was just like it was the full stop on a very fast paced sentence. Um. So I was just like, whoa, that ended suddenly and ended not the way that I thought it was going to. Um, but the film, yeah, never really tries to to make you jump. It just makes you deal with it. Like, there's a point um, where we see... Uh, maybe it could be like a spirit or something. I'm not going to be like too... I'm going to be a little bit cryptic on it. But we see something in the background. And normally, that's the kind of thing you would see in a movie that is designed to make you jump later. But it doesn't. It just makes you watch it and know that at some point it is going to come out and be a problem for our characters. But, um... But, yeah, it doesn't try to make you jump. So, I think that's almost all I have to say about the movie. And I've only been talking about it for, like, ten minutes. Um, it would be a better film to talk about if I was spoiling it, but I'm not going to. I know that we like to spoil films and get into huge discussions. But because I'm not discussing it with anyone, 
I kind of want to let you go in and see it yourself. Um, now that I've had a few days to reflect on as well, like after, like on Wednesday I left the theatre, I came home, and I put my iPod in, and I was like, I'm going to listen to something funny, I'm going to walk my dogs, and I'm going to try and put as much of the imagery out of my head as possible, because it just, it just stuck with me, and I was just like, I just know I'm going to have nightmares if I don't, like, try to purge it. And, uh, and then on the walk, I saw a creepy old lady, and I saw a dead bird, both things which have a, a minor significance uh, in the film, and I was like, this is terrifying. Uh, um, but I didn't have nightmares, like, I, I managed to, I, I had other stuff on during the day, so it worked out, like, I did manage to kind of push it away. But now that I've had a few days, um, I still think it's terrifying, um, but it's also the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, I think it's not that bad, like, it's not, you know... I, I probably will buy it, I'll probably watch it again, but just, no, I don't need to straight away, like, it's powerful enough where I can let it just sit there, um, I definitely can't let Tina watch it, because, um, she didn't want to watch A Quiet Place, and I think A Quiet Place is a really fun horror film, the same way Get Out is a lot of fun whilst being a social commentary, this isn't fun, um, and it's, it checks all her boxes in as much of things she doesn't want to see, um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I can say about this film. Um, the the plotting is excellent. There's a couple of things. There's a moment... Um, the driving scene that I keep referencing very cryptically. Um, there's a setup for that a lot earlier in the film. Um, and not a setup in as much as you know what's going to happen. But it's plotted well. Like, the scene that happens... And I was like, oh, that's a weird scene. Um, like, unsettling to watch and creepy. But I was like, oh, that's kind of, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. And then when we get to the driving scene, it's a perfect parallel, like a perfect mirror, like a reverse parallel of what we saw earlier. Um, and I thought that was beautiful. Even as freaked out as I was, I loved that. I was like, that is filmmaking. But whoever, like, wrote this and directed this knew exactly what they were doing. Um... I guess I'll, I'll round out my little review of this movie by saying that I think um, I think everyone is good. The young girl, Millie Shapiro, is wonderfully terrifying and really, really upsetting to look at because um, she's got these eyes, like these piercing eyes um, and this real presence about it that just made me not want to have a kid. And I want kids and that <laughs> really, yeah, made me second guess the idea of having kids. I think Alex Wolfe is excellent. Um, he plays, uh, emotionally tortured very well, um, he plays angsty teen very well, everything about his performance is wonderful, Gabriel Byrne is great as a sceptical husband who's trying to look after his family and sort the fact from fiction, but hands down the star of this film is Tony Collette. She gives probably the performance of her career. Now, granted, I haven't seen every Tony Collette film, but what she does in this film and what she does with that character is incredible. It is nothing short of incredible, and I already sense my future disappointment, but I would be shocked if she didn't get some sort of nomination for this performance. The only thing preventing it is that it's a horror film, but really, the performance is so good she should be nominated for an Academy Award. Like, it's just, it's astounding, and she has so many, she has so many different levels to play, and each one she nails expertly. 
So, um, hats off to Tony Collette, who is just brilliant in this terrifying movie. Um, the other thing I'll say is, I guess, if you've listened to what I've said, and you're not sure, um, whether you want to see it or not, or the review hasn't really helped you, I guess what I'll say is, uh, I mentioned it once already, A Quiet Place came out earlier this year, great horror film, wonderful, wonderful horror film. Um, it's a, it's a fun horror film about a family who has to stick together against the odds and, you know, stop you know, survive this kind of onslaught of these creatures. Hereditary is the anti-quiet place. It's not fun. There's no jump scares. It's about a family, but this this family is t- falling apart. It's about a family that... I'm not saying it's a family with no love, but the ideal thing to survive what's going on in this movie would be to stick together and, you know, love one another. And they... they they're highly disadvantaged, so we'll say that. Um, that's it. Uh, that's my review of Hereditary. Uh, I don't have kind of a, a score yet because I'm still processing it, um, kind of the way I was processing processing Infinity War uh, when that came out, uh, a movie which I love and I really want to watch after I saw Hereditary because, gee, that would have been less bleak <laughs> than Hereditary. Um, but go check it out. I 100% recommend this movie. I think everyone should go check... Well, not everyone. If you like horror, go and see this movie. If you're dabbling in horror and you're not sure what your kind of tolerance is yet, don't go see Red Series. But um, it's it's fantastic. It's a really, really well-made film. I can't believe it's someone's first movie. Um, but it's, it's astonishing. It's a really, really good movie. Uh, so that's going to do it for Pass the Remote this week. Just a very short episode with me babbling on about a movie that I saw. Uh, I am confident, mildly confident, that we will see everyone back together this week, hopefully. I've been told that's the case, so fingers crossed. Because um, I want to talk about all this news, and I want to talk about these movies and these trailers. Uh, but until then, you can find me on all my social media, which is jamescharmer 7 Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Tina is Tina's Hair and Beauty. Um, she has YouTube videos and she's on Instagram as well. Um, Nick is Onovsky on Instagram. And just another shout out, uh, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, my friend Josh, who's working on this fantastic looking game called Nom Nom Apocalypse. Go check it out on Facebook, go check him out on Twitter. They're, he's putting up footage almost every day, uh, whether it's character, um, pictures or videos or gameplay videos. Uh, he's promoting the hell out of this game. It's coming out at the end of the year, and it looks incredible. So definitely give him a, a hit up as well. And that is going to do it. I'm in the studio alone with my dogs. I'm now scared again because I've been talking about this movie for so much, so I'm going to go clear my mind. Uh, but that's it, and we'll see you next time.